Welcome, everybody, to This Podcast Has Autism. I hope you enjoy the show. Hey, everyone. It's Bran, one of the hosts, here with my wife, Marcy. Today's topic is sleep disorders. A good night's rest isn't guaranteed for anyone, but especially for people with autism, it could be hard to get. Individuals on the spectrum often have trouble falling asleep and staying asleep. It can worsen certain features of their condition, such as repetitive behaviors, which can make sleeping even more difficult. Between 44 and 86% of children with autism have, have a serious problem with sleep. By comparison, between 10 and 16% of children in the general population have difficult sleeping. It takes an average of 11 minutes longer for people with autism to fall asleep than typical people, and many wake up frequently during the night. Sleep may also be less restorative for people on the spectrum. They spend about 15% of their sleeping time in the REM stage, which is critical for learning and retaining memories. Most neurotypical people, by contrast, spend about 23% of their nightly rest in REM. Autistics who don't get enough sleep often have more severe repetitive behaviors and a tougher time making friends than other people on the spectrum. Some studies suggest that people on the spectrum carry mutations that affect levels of melatonin, a natural hormone that controls sleep, all found at thespectrumnews.org. To help this, people can sometimes take melatonin. Our son takes melatonin a half hour before bed every night just to help him fall asleep. He takes stimulant medications and that can cause insomnia as a side effect. I know whenever our son has something exciting for him coming up, like the first day of school, since he loves school so much, or when his scout troop has day camp, he stays up all night or wakes up super early in the morning. The anticipation for the day gets the best of him. These are the reasons we started him on a gummy of melatonin to begin with. When he sleeps over at grandma's house, he always seems to wake up early, like sometimes 5 o'clock or 6 o'clock. At home, he wakes up between 7 and 8 o'clock usually. Also, at every appointment he has with his medication doctor, she always asks how he's sleeping. Other ways to treat sleep disturbances are sleeping pills for adults, a breathing device or surgery, usually for sleep apnea, or a dental guard, usually for teeth grinding. You can also make some lifestyle changes that may improve your sleep, eating more vegetables and fish in your diet, and reducing sugar intake reducing stress and anxiety by exercising, creating and sticking to a regular sleeping pat- sleeping schedule, drinking less water before bedtime, limiting your caffeine intake, especially in the late afternoon, decreasing tobacco and alcohol use, and eating smaller, low-carbohydrate meals before bedtime. Going to bed and waking up at the same time every day can also considerably improve your sleep quality. Sleeping in on the weekends is only hurting you in the long run found at healthline.com. A way to track your sleep is to sleep with a Fitbit on. My coworker has one and she can tell how many hours a night she sleeps. I'd want to get a Fitbit just for that reason, to track my sleeping patterns. It also tells her how many times she wakes up at night, all in the form of a watch on her wrist. You could also turn the TV and computer off an hour before bed to help you fall asleep quicker or setting your thermostat to a cooler temperature and making sure your room is dark can all improve your odds of catching a good night's sleep. One strategy my dad uses is he keeps a notepad by his bed and a pen so when he lays there thinking of something and can't get it off his mind, he'll write it down and then be able to fall asleep. Or maybe a list comes to his mind 
right when he's trying to sleep so he has to make the list, then he can sleep easy. My dad doesn't have autism, but even people without autism can have difficulty sleeping and can use these treatment options to counteract their lack of sleep, sleep quality. Now let's hear the interview. Hey everybody, today we have special kids company and I'm going to let um, them introduce themselves. Yep, hi Bran. Um, my name's Sasha Radwin and I'm the owner and founder of Special Kids Company. What made you decide to start your business? Well, that's actually a really interesting story. So it goes back a few years, but there's probably two reasons why I started the business. Um, one is, so I originally come from Australia to Egyptian parents, and while I had a corporate life, I lived in the Middle East in the Gulf. And the compound, I lived in a compound, so did the rest of us, and then the compound next door to us was a special needs compound. And I lived there for about three years, and in the three years that I lived there, I never saw anyone go in or out of that compound. And it was really strange. It's always like these kids were hidden, but then nobody visited them, but they also weren't given an opportunity to go out. So I did think that was a little bit odd. And the other reason is because I do have the Arab background, um, I have an extended, um, you know, quite a large family. And about 15, 20 years ago, I did find out that I did have a relative with a disability slash special needs. Um, even to this day, I don't know exactly what the condition was. But from And I have been researching and trying to find out what happened to her. And all I know is that she lived till uh, when she was about 18 years old, I think, you know, parents couldn't look after her anymore. And so she was put in an institution. And back then, it would have been more like an asylum. So they didn't recognize it as a condition or that she had different needs. So she was institutionalized and um, put away for about 10 years. She died 10 years later, unfortunately. And again, as far as I know, no one visited her either. It's quite a sad life to lead. And then, you know, nobody recognizing that she could have you know, had a healthier lifestyle and contributed to society. So it was both because of those reasons I decided to start the business. And the tagline for the company is that where every child should be seen and not hidden because I think that's the most important thing and the biggest message that I want people to know. What is your connection uh, with disabilities? Well, I don't have a direct connection as such, so it's possible more to do with this family member that nobody wanted to talk about and I, I come from a, a corporate background and I've lived and traveled around the world but you know when I moved to the UK it was a case of you know there wasn't a need that was being there was a need that wasn't being met and I just thought well I've got all this commercial experience that I could bring to, to a company to make it easier for parents to find some products and clothing for kids with special needs. How does your clothing help the autism community? Well, it helps in several different ways. So we've got a, a quite a wide range that covers all the needs for, you know, autism and all disabilities, um, but particularly kids who are single or double incontinent and or those who are tube fed. So depending on the child's need, most of them, I mean, as you know, they don't have the same 
issues and they present differently, but a lot of them do smear and they don't understand that it's socially unacceptable not to play with the contents of your diaper. So we've designed a clothing range for children with autism where it prevents them or deters them from accessing the diaper. And that becomes, it, what it does is it sort of breaks the habit. They may find some other thing to do, but it breaks that particular habit. And then it doesn't leave a, you know, a parent frustrated or a carer very frustrated, you know, having to clean that up. And so the clothes are designed with a longer leg um, and they're quite fashionable. So we've made sure that they meet all the functional needs, but that are also um, fun fashionable and age appropriate. So we've got five press studs in the crotch area so and a slightly longer leg so it's like a baby grow but a more age appropriate baby grow we've also done the seams they're all top stitched so to avoid any of the seams digging into the skin and we've made the garments also tag free so that doesn't cause any irritation to children who are sensitive to that so depending on what the child's needs are we've tried to cover it in every possible way with the garment is your clothing a good fit for other disabilities besides autism? Oh, absolutely. So, you know, you've got kids who are tube-fed. So some children, I think from what I remember, the statistics in the U.S., there are over 300 conditions that would require tube-feeding. Um, sometimes it's temporary, so it might be six months to a year, or it could be a lifelong tube-feeding process. So all the garments come with a tube-feeding access. Uh, so it covers children who possibly have a suprapubic catheter, uh, children with Down syndrome, Rett syndrome. There's a variety of conditions that the garments are ideal for. And then, of course, if children have the need to constantly undress, we've catered for that as well. We've got a range of clothes where it's a non-stretch a non non trim and it stops or deters the child from trying to take their clothes off and it's done with uh, with buttons rather than a zipper or press studs. So there's varying conditions and needs that the clothes do meet. Uh, besides clothing, what else does your company offer? That's actually really interesting. So we're scaling the business this year. We're expanding the range and it will be broken down into six categories. So we're looking at a full clothing range, a full apron and bibs range, as well as socks, uh, bedding, accessories, such as wheelchair accessories, as well as incontinent swimwear and washable nappies. Oh, wow. Covering a little bit of everything. Yeah, so our aim is to become the one-stop shop for all, you know, for parents to find all the different requirements that they need for their child and of course some of our clothes do meet young adult requirements as well so adults are definitely more than welcome to come and look at out the the, uh, the online store and purchase and use the garments and all the other products but we 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 know how difficult and that's become part of the journey is that sometimes when your child gets a diagnosis a parent you know leaves the doctor's office but then doesn't know where to turn and so you're left with a very frustrated parent who then goes on you know social media sites and various groups to vent and try and find information so we really understood that there's this huge gap in the market and you know if you ask somebody where do you buy toys from or shoes from or you know socks people can tell you where to go but for special needs products 
you know, there isn't a particular company that just comes to mind and go, oh, that's where you should go. And so we're trying to create that place where you can get really great products that cover the various needs that you need for your child. That's awesome. Thank you. So, so where can people find you online? It's actually really easy. It's uh, the domain name is specialkids.company. It's not .com or .co.uk or anything like that. It's specialkids.company. We also have a Facebook group, which is specialkids.company. There's also Instagram, where people can go to, which is specialkids.co, and Twitter, which is specialkids.com. But the other place, especially for U.S. customers, is also on Amazon. We have a shop on Amazon where if you just Google either Casey or Special Needs Clothing or SpecialKids.Company, you'll see a whole range of our products there available, especially if you're a prime customer. You can get some of them the next day. Uh, Anything else you want to add before we wrap things up? Just that... You know, if you've got any parents out there who have got a particular suggestion, who want to say, look, you know, have you thought of doing this? We've grown the business because customers have told us what they want. So every, you know, over the last couple of years, we've, you know, we used to go up to a size eight. Now we go up, then it went to a size 14. And we now do a 16, which will fit a, a medium to large size adult. So if parents have any ideas or suggestions or something they feel that they're missing from the uh, from the industry or from the market they'd like to see brought to our website, we'd love to hear from them. They can email us on info at specialkids.company. So it's really trying to understand what the needs are for the, for the child as well as parents and carers. Um, thanks for so much for being on the show. Well, thank you. I really, you know, been great talking to you, and thank you for having me today. Yeah, no problem. Now for some announcements. We are starting a giveaway for three products from Dapple. We will have one winner, and we are changing up the rules for this giveaway. We want to do like a scavenger hunt, so a true listener receives the prize. So what you will do is answer these five questions. Number one. In episode 12, what is Becca's profession? In episode 12, what is Becca's profession? Number two, in episode seven, what is Kate's favorite camera? In episode seven, what is Kate's favorite camera? Number three, in episode 13, what did Bran do when he was eight or nine years old? In episode 13, what did Bran do when he was 8 or 9 years old? Number 4, in episode 15, Gino says a phrase, finish the phrase, doesn't know autism from what? In episode 15, Gino says a phrase, finish the phrase, doesn't know autism from blank. Number 5. In episode 5, what is the nonprofit that Cheryl runs? In episode 5, what is the nonprofit that Cheryl runs? Once you have the answers you need, to email them to us at thispodcasthasautism@outlook.com. The first person to answer all 5 questions correctly wins the giveaway. The lucky winner 
will receive 3X laundry detergent, all-purpose cleaning wipes, and bottle and dish liquid from Dapple. Watch our social media channels and website for the exact rules in case you forget. The winner will be announced on next week's episode, so remember to tune in for next week's episode. That's it for this episode. Until next time.